everything is coming it, through my my speaker, so we have <sighs> daily reminder: a fuck must be earned. Don't go around dishing fucks out willy nilly. <laughs> <laughs> too many people give them too much, too often. Too much, too often, too. Can you guys hear that music? No. Okay. No. I don't hear anything. Okay. Watch Did out, you... JC. Tom's gonna finger you soon. Soon. Yeah. We were already doing it. No, oh, I love it when I get surprise fingered. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> All right. Let's... Good morning. It always starts out with a "Oh, hello." <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to. Another episode of Two Nerds, One Quest. Technical difficulties are the story this morning, and it has led to, well, <laughs> surprise. Um, I am your host and DMJC here with these three nerds. Full house in the in the house. Full full group in the house. Full house in the house. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> the man that has, like, if you took his headset off right now, you'd see steam pouring out his ears. That's one Tom M. Norman. Dealing with technical difficulties this morning. How are you doing, buddy? I'm ready to <laughs> I'm ready to throw my computer out the window and start drinking. Oh, I should I should really have some fun with you this second, man. Um, <laughs> it's Wisconsin. Drinking on Sunday morning is okay. It's normal. It's expected, especially when there's a Packer game. <laughs> that voice you heard is the lore master, the lazy dragon, the oh legend. Jeff Doc Williams. I'm all out of sorts now too because we've good. I'm not <laughs> the only one. We stumbled into this. I didn't even get a finger from you this morning, Norman. I feel I feel uh, so <laughs> so unsatisfied. <laughs> the last man on location, far to the south. One Ryan Crixus Kukta. How you doing this morning, buddy? I'm fantastic. Much love from Iowa. On location, not sure which location, but he's there. He is on top of a location, that is for sure. Are you getting surprise-fingered, uh, too? I did not, not get surprise-fingered. Surprise <laughs> not a surprise. Wait, what? <laughs> John? John, what? I feel so unsatisfied. Oh. <laughs> not what like I thought a, you said. Like a man coming in for a kicky. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. Rounders? Come on. Take oh. KGB? Man, it is. I don't know. All I know is if you want to see this next card, you're going to stop speaking fucking Sputnik. <laughs> <laughs> right? Anyways. Uh, genius, you got a um, a recap for us. Sure, sure. Try to keep it quick since, yeah, our... Hour and 37 seconds of combat last week. Uh, it took us to round 10 as the uh, final Durgar of the nine uh, took off and got um, taken out by what he probably thought was an ally. Turned out it was an ally of ours that we didn't know of. Uh, he, uh, That Durgar helped us clean up the mess and put everything kind of back in order as if nothing happened and took us into what looked like a command center with a, a map of 10 towns and a little mechanical dragon that would uh, uh, run on a track like a train. And um, it did not look like 
good things for Ten Towns if uh, if their their plan succeeded. Um, I'm sure there was more, but uh, I lost some some time at the end of the last session. So I watching it back, I had to, had to pay attention. But there is a limerick here. It's not too creative, but it rhymes. Nine Durgar became only one. The last guy decided to run. He didn't get far thanks to an ally Durgar, but Ten Towns might be over and done. Nice. That that ally Durgar, by the name, by the way, is named Dirk Digger, and he's got a massive shovel. Shovel. <laughs> shovel. Yep. So that's why they call him Digger. It's all accurate. Um, so I will leave it up room. to the. I'll leave it up to the party if we spent enough time in that room for a short rest or not. Yes, we did. I think that was the consensus after last yeah. at the end of last session was yes, we're going to take a short rest. Um, I think it was combined with uh, the activities of the previous room, if that stands correct. And then we we're going to we're actually going to stand here and we're going to look at the map and decide what we want to do next. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. a, an hour is definitely sufficient amount of time to discuss and in real life it would probably take us a while to, to figure shit out and, and decide what we want to do alright so Doc um, will just take up a post by the door then Dirk actually keeps you inside and he goes and stands outside the door he looks at you guys and he says I'm supposed to be guarding anyways and we'll go guard the door I'll knock on it if anyone's coming that's uh, the secret entrance. You can duck back down that tunnel and get into the barracks. Is it going to be a secret knock? It would be one sharp knock. Sure, we'll go with that. That way I can make it look like I stumbled and just hit the door really hard with my staff or my shovel or something. Fair enough. All right. Get some rest. Fix yourself up. And he goes and steps outside the door and closes it. You were looking over this map... Uh, Aaron, and you had a um, like your appraisal of this dragon. You determined that it is actually quite a fine little bit of artwork that would probably fetch a nice price. And you were yes, contemplating right. stealing it. The dragon, right? The dragon. Yes. Was. Um. I am going to wait until we're actually done looking at the map. Okay. Um, and right as we're ready to exit, I will take it. Okay. <clears throat> so we're in X4, correct? Correct. Yes. So there's there's the doors then that uh, Dirk just went out of, and then there's another set of doors? Yep, the doors to the south is where Dirk went out of, and he's in that intersection hallway right there. And then, yes, there's the set of doors to the north. I'm going to say, Doc, if you want to keep, if you want to kind of prop yourself up by those, is that where you were going, Doc, the south doors? You were going to hang out there? I was, yeah, just more as a guard, but um, just to do kind of nothing for an hour. All right. So if you want to hang out there and just kind of guard the door and take a nap, um, after we're done looking at the map, which are we done doing that then, Crixus, do you think? Do we have all the information you think we need? We have all the information. We'll have to make a decision on where to go to try to intercept the dragon. Yep. All right. Let's. right. I'm going to go and open up that north door then, the X5. 
Okay. You open up the north door and you step in there. In this room, there are braziers in the corner heaped with hot glowing coals. Um, there's a large stone bed covered with uh, soot-stained furs on the north wall. Um, in a little alcove above the bed, there's uh, the relief of a, a giant scowling Duragar, like clenching its teeth. Um, at the foot of the bed is um, an iron trunk. It's got a really big bulky padlock on it. And there is a stone door set into the western wall. A stone what? Guard? Door. Oh, stone door. door. I don't know what I thought I heard. Um, I am going to check out that. I'm just going to pop that door open just real quick to see, be sure that we're not like being ambushed or something. Not that okay. they want, somebody wouldn't have come out once they heard the fighting and stuff, but... Um, popping that door open, uh, you see there's a shelf embedded in the, in the wall and there's a like two foot tall statue, um, of a nude female Durogar with no facial features and there's a spiked crown atop her bald head, um, Stacked on several smaller shelves in the closet are, um, you were the one that encountered the skull in the mine, right? The skull in the mine. And you were going to pick it up as a ruby in it? Oh, yeah, yeah, pick yeah, it yeah. out and you realized it was, um, later on, Doc realized what it was and he told you it was mine, a mind flare skull. There yep. are seven of these skulls on shelves in this closet. Um... All with rubies? No, not with rubies. Oh. They're just seven seven of these skulls. Uh, can you give me a religion check, please? You actually got my hopes up, man. <laughs> Kirkus, are you following him in there? Or are you? What are you up to? Oh, I'm staying in the main bedroom. I'm thinking, I'm looking at the chest to see if there's any way in the chest. So, yeah, you, you like this... Um, no, I shouldn't say you like I got it. a four for but, the people listening. But it's a naked dwarf and a bunch of skulls. You have no idea what it means. <laughs> it looks like some sort of shrine, but um, yeah. I'm actually going to thoroughly inspect. How how big is this? Is the statue? Two feet. Two feet? Two All feet right, tall. I'm going to thoroughly yep. search it for like any hidden compartments, any, you know, it doesn't take even a roll to do it. You pick it up, and the, in, underneath, embedded in it, there's a key um, that uh, at, in the base of it. Well, yeah, I'm going to take... Uh, actually, I'm going to inspect it for traps first, though, which I should have done before picking the damn thing up. But There, there are no traps that would have gone off okay. because you didn't inspect before you picked it up. You said you were investigating it. <laughs> So you picked that up. <laughs> I would have said things went boom. No, I'm I'm saying I'm I'm gonna search around the key area. Okay. I'm I'm saying I should have inspected the actual statue before picking it up. Oh, fair enough. He's a smoking husk, and he's like, I, I think I found a trap. <laughs> the, the old cartoon thing where you lick your fingers and the top exactly. hair on your head. All right. Any traps on the key? No. 
All right, I'm going to take the key. You take the key. You have a key. Da, 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 da. You put the statue back? Uh, yes, but I'm going to face it the opposite direction. Okay. I'm going to have it facing backwards just because, you know, it's you naked. Don't like it, people needs, watching you? it needs a little privacy. <laughs> I'm actually going to do that she with the skulls. She likes the back side of the door. I'm going to do that with the skulls, too. I'm going to turn all the skulls around just, be, just to fuck with them. Okay. Oh, man. Turn all the skulls and the as statue I, oh, around. As I grab the skulls, though, I'm gonna, since I found the key, I'm going to look at the underside of all the skulls as I turn them. Uh, they're hollow. It's a good thing Doc's not in there. He'd be flipping out. Probably. Touching all those skulls. Somebody's got to. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's all I'm doing. I have the key. I'm actually going to put the key in a little pouch on my waistband. So it's um, as, as, as you're making... Um, oh, I, I needed to do this. I need a wisdom saving throw from you. Oh, great. When you grabbed, when you grabbed the um, statue. Nope. Nope. I need to do saving. No, it doesn't matter. It's well four. Four, yeah, you failed. So you'll take <laughs> all of this. Oh no. Um. Oh ooh, no. Twenty-two psychic damage. Oh Jesus Christ! Ouch! As there is a sudden when you picked up the statue, there's a. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> My dice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's freaking cool. Um. There is a sudden um, spike in the back, a terrible sensation. Actually, not in the back of the head, in the front of the head. And you have this vision of tentacles wrapping around your face and it going black and something boring deep into your head. And then you... Um, it, when you set it down, this reside or subsides, but... You, you took this 22 psychic damage. And that was for the main statue? Yeah. For that two foot tall naked dwarf lady statue. <laughs> Yikes. Sounds, sounds like a trap you wouldn't have been able to find anyway. No. It's not that even a trap. sounds bad. It's not even <laughs> a trap. <laughs> it's just something that happens when you touch the statue. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, it makes me want to put it in my Want bag it. of holding, but I because it's got to be valuable to somebody. But I don't want to touch it again. That that yeah, makes me nervous. Um, I don't feel so good. Uh, all right, the keys in my front pouch. I turned all the skulls around, and I'm gonna shut the door and give it the double birds because I did not like that one bit. Okay. You give it the double birds, you turn back and observe this room. Again, the, seeing the bed there, the angry Duragar carved into the wall above the bed, and the iron chest at the foot of the bed, the iron trunk. Well, I'm guessing the key goes into the trunk, so I'm going to inspect the lock for any traps. Okay. Um, yep. There are. Uh, make an investigation check. 
19. 19. There are no traps on this lock whatsoever. I am going to use the key and try to open up the trunk. Satisfying click as the lock opens up. Um, inside the trunk, as you flip the lid open, you see um, there. the first thing you see on top is a pair of dwarven sandals carved out of obsidian. You're estimating those are worth probably about 250 gold. There's a quilted smoking jacket for, like, dwarf-sized um, that is uh, sewn with, like, gemstones all in, in it. Uh, worth looking at it, a quick estimate, you're guessing maybe 500 gold. Um, there's a malachite beard and comb set with seven red garnets in it um, that you see that it's probably, looking at it, seven... 700 maybe 800 gold worth oh my god i'm um, so excited right now you you move it over you move that over and there's a hookah that you find made of platinum and star sapphire worth probably about 2500 gold i am um oof. i am a rock and, myself and a rolled up leather scroll um that's sitting in there what do you do I, I'm just going to sit and, uh, yeah, this is probably about the happiest I've been in a long time. This, this is, is a lot of money. Aaron is very, very happy. This is, this is dibs. This is like, I'm looking around like this can't be real. So I am going to, well, first things first, I'm going to shove all the expensive shit right in my bag of holding. Okay. Because I'm assuming at this point there's no trap, so I'm not even looking. I, the, am, um, I am giddy. I am hand Do you take dumb. the leather, leather scroll as well? I, I'm saving that for the last because I, I, that okay. is making me nervous. But Okay. I, I am, yeah, I am putting all of that stuff in my bag <laughs> of holding. And I'm going to have to go back and listen to this episode and write down because... I have the list here. I can okay. send it to you. But yeah, so I'm going to look at the scroll. And actually, before I pick up the scroll, I'm going to kind of look around the inside of the box for any hidden compartments before messing make, with the scroll. Make an investigation check. No, oh, it's hidden. What did we get? Nine. Nine. You've been doing, you've been rolling well today. You don't find any hidden compartments or anything unusual about the about the um, trunk. There's nothing different. All right, I am going to pick up the scroll. There's a click as you pick up the scroll, and the whole bottom of the chest rises up. Oh, um, more treasure or death. Um, you take 18 points of poison damage as a gaseous cloud fills the room. Fuck me running. Um, there That's was a, a chance, lot. There was a chance you would have found it had you rolled high enough <laughs> in the, in that investigation of looking for compartments, but How? you, a nine isn't going to do it. <laughs> How are you doing there, Aaron? I'm sitting at about five. Um... <laughs> 
don't. I am definitely. You said poisonous gas was there. Oh, any saving. I, hang on, hang. On. Yeah, there is a uh, there is a okay. Constitution saving throw. Sorry, you could half that damage. For what saving? Constitution. Uh, Sorry about that. Is Crick, was Crixus close enough to that too? Crixus is hanging out in the other room, isn't he? Yeah, he's in the other no, room. I was. I he mean, said he I was in the, the bedroom. Thing. Oh, you went in the bedroom. I'm in the bedroom. Oh, then yeah, make a con save too, Crixus, because this fills the bedroom. That'd be a solid six. Yeah. Okay. So you take all eighteen of it. Oh my god. Was eighteen? I said right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Crixus, you're good. Jesus. You take half. So nine. I'm gonna start coughing. Go- <laughs> so- <laughs> sorry, buddy. <laughs> So, I am going to, I guess, uh, use a cure wounds on Aranon to kind of, he, he doesn't look very good. Okay. No, I look like, I look like a hobo that just got hit by a train. And Do you guys move out on. of the room? Yeah, yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm, okay. I, I still have the, the thing in my hand and I'm yanking it and running out. Okay. So you run, you move out of the room uh, back into the war room. And you have the scroll. Anything cool in there? Your mother, Trebek. Um <laughs> did, well, how many, rapist. <laughs> how many points of healing? Four hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only eight. You want to join me in a short rest? I kind of do. <laughs> Some hit dice. But that would be another hour's worth of... Well, I mean, it's only been probably 10, 15 minutes, 15 minutes so yeah. you're, not, you're not adding on a full hour, a full extra hour. It would be an hour from that point, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it's okay. only been 15, 15 minutes-ish Yeah, you guys were searching. Maybe a little bit more. I'm going to hand the scroll to Crixus because I feel like that would be more up his alley. Okay, Crixus, you unrolled the scroll. Remember that picture I sent you before last session? All the numbers? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's what you see on the scroll. Oh, do you speak Dwarvish? No. Then you don't. You see a bunch of Dwarvish markings on it. If only you knew a dwarf. Handing it to Doc, Doc would understand. If you hand it to him, it's up to you, though. Yeah, I mean, I I would recognize she looks like a mine and stuff like that. Yep. I'll show it to Doc. So, Doc, you see a scroll with all those numbers on it. Okay. This doesn't mean anything to me, but it's a bunch of numbers. It is so, for, no. for reference so. for the podcast people it is a scroll with eight sets of three digit three digits one three six two five two seven nine five four three four eight two seven five six three seven one four and two nine nine so so if it doesn't really affect the short rest doc would maybe grab a, a quill and and translate the numbers so that everybody else can read them. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that wouldn't affect your short rest. That's not taxing at all to 
do a minor translation in that time. Probably, probably for Graz it would have been, but Doc can he can read. Doc can read. Yes, Doc can read. All right. So you finish up your rest in here. What would you like to do? Um, I think what I would like to do is I'm going to tell everybody, I'm going to go back into the main room, that X3, and okay. peek out the main doors so I get a look at the entire hallway. Okay. And then I'll let you know what I see. I'll, I'll run back real quick, and then we can decide where we want to go. Um, I'm going to tell them actually about the room straight across from X4, X6. Because I would have seen, I would have, um, because I was sitting on the corner of that hallway there. So I would, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell them about that room as well before I go over there and say that might be our next stop. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to go run to X3 and take a look. Okay, so you go down to X3 and you open the door to X3 and Dirk quick turns and looks at you and sees it's you and then kind of relaxes and kind of shrugs, <laughs> looking, shrugs his what? It's all clear. I'm going to shut the door and run back into the other room. <laughs> okay. It's clear. I suppose I could have just opened up the doors and asked him. <clears throat> do we do we have context on why he's our ally? I guess I, I don't remember seeing that. A little bit. A little bit. Um, he mentioned that... Um, he is an ally to Grandolfa Musgart. Oh, I did write is, that down. Yeah, who is a uh, female dwarf that Zardok is courting. But she is... Ooh. She does not like him whatsoever. She does not like what he's trying to do. And she is trying to essentially destabilize him and drive them back into ground underground. So that they aren't. So the enemy of our enemy is our friend. Kind of one of those situations, yes. Okay. So next step: Are we finishing this thing here? Are we going after that dragon? Are we? Uh, I think we need to search the rest of this place out, and if we can find Zardok the horrible, whatever the hell his name is, Zardok Sunblight. Zard, I'm gonna stick with Zardok the horrible, and uh, sure. if I if I have oper- if we have the opportunity while we're here already to murder him in the face, I think we should. I'm all up for murdering in the face. I mean, because if we can get rid of him, maybe we don't need to worry about the dragons then, because he won't be controlling them. Assuming he's controlling them, well. Yeah, and, and Crixus is kind of saying if he has any control over the dragon, we can't just kill him. We have to find out if he can call back the dragon first. Yeah, I mean, first, true. I, I'm going to be like, oh, yes, of course. First, first, we must interrogate him. Yes. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> and it sounded like then if we get rid of this guy, everybody else goes back to the Underdark. Is that kind of what? No, possibly, maybe that's she, she, that's her goal is to try and drive him back to the Underdark or this clan back okay. to the Underdark. Wow, well, surface dwarfs don't like Durgar, so 
I like that plan too, if that's the plan. Okay, let's go. Where do you want to go next? So, Aaron, lead, lead the way. You're the stealthiest. Yep. So I'm going to open up the door to the hallway, and I'm going to, you know, pst, still clear. Yeah, it's still clear. All um, right. If you want to keep standing guard, we're going to go across the way. Um, whistle really loud. Oh, what's that? To the guard post room. Yeah, where where I was. Yeah, it's it's. Is there anything right, in there? Uh, well, yeah, the elevator's in there. Where does the elevator go? Uh, down to the lower level or up to the upper level? Is there? Well, I suppose we could ask you. Is there anything else on this floor we need to go and check out? Um, there's an opening to the forge below. Um, the uh, the captain's office is. I don't know. He's been. Uh, He's been taken out of there. The dining hall um, is down the way. Um, sorry, I'm scrolling through this. Nope. I'm um, I'm going to tell him basically what we're looking for is either riches or intel. Um, oh, and side note, before we leave this room, I am going to grab the dragon and stuff it in my bag. Okay. Um, you snap it off <laughs> of there and, and dra- stuff that in your bag. Um, the um, don't tell them about riches. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, if we get rid of the bad guys, this is his base, right? So. He he says. Um, and uh, other than that, at the end of the hall is Dirth and Nildar's quarters, but they aren't here. So, um, and then there's a training room out there where there's another elevator in the training room as well. Who's Dirth and Mildar? That's um. Um, Zardok's uh, boys, his two sons. They're okay. out. So there would be no information his... in his quarters then? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they're not little. They're they're grown dwarves. Oh. They're, they're grown men. Well, grown dwarf men. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to suggest then that we go to their, to their room and see if there's any uh, intel that they have. <laughs> Any poison-filled chests? Um, let me um, yeah, right. tell you what. You, you Go hang in the guards' quarters. Actually, you know what? Better what? Go step back into the war room. Lock the door. I will go down. I will just walk the... See if anyone's on this level yet. Okay. Um, I know the elevators are in the training area and the guards' quarters. So I will go look at the training area, and then I'll come back. I will... Peek my head in both the rooms, and then I'll come back and let you know what coast is clear. Sounds good. Okay. So he goes, he walks the area. Um, he comes uh, back, and he, uh, he knocks on the door once really sharply. I'll open it. You open it, and he says, it's clear... Um, their quarters, Dirth and Nildar's quarters, are locked. Um, but I know for a fact that they're off on duty. Um, there's no one in the training area, but that elevator is not on this level currently. The elevator to in the guards' quarters is on this level. There's no one in it, so we'll have warning before anyone uses that one. Okay. 
I am going to. I'm going to say I'm going to go try and pick the lock. I, I still want to go in there. Okay. So which one do you want to start with, X10 or X11? Are they both locked? Yeah. Okay. Those are the, oh, those one are is both. one's quarters and okay. one is the other's quarters. I just assumed they're like locked together. Like you said, they're full-grown men, so they have their own quarters each. Yep. All right. I'm going to start with X10. So I'm going to go down. X10. I'm going to inspect the lock for anything. Okay. Because I am paranoid as shit now. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Damn it, I should have done that differently, knowing you're paranoid now. Twelve. Twelve. You do not believe this is trapped at all. Awesome. I'm going to pick the lock. Can you make a lock pick check? Lock pick check. Twenty-three. All right. Yeah, you pick. There's a click and... um, you know the door is unlocked at this point. The door falls at me, and I take 30 points of bludgeoning damage. Nope. Nope. It swings open because it's on springs. What? Swings open, smashes you against the wall. Uh-huh. Why? <laughs> we'll call this the Looney Tunes episode. Acme Door Company. Well, there's a, there is a forge down on the lower level, so there may be some anvils. <laughs> All right, I'm going to walk in. Okay. I don't know um, what you type, but if it was the this is the Looney Tunes episode, I feel like I'm voting for that. I I, I put in Acme Door Company. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you enter this room. It's a dark chamber. There's a plain stone bed and a stone trunk at the end of it, and the um, do you have dark vision? Yes, you do. I do. Um, all the the four braziers are not lit, so this room is very cold and very dark. Has everyone gone with Aranon? Out of curiosity, I would assume so. I'll probably stop by the doors uh, be, by between the forge and X8. Between the doors and X8, are you gonna like yeah. peek in there, or just... are you just hanging out there to guard? Uh, if I'm by myself, I'm just going to post it. But if, if, if there's others around, I might peek in or so Texas, are uh, you for now, for Aranon now or hanging back with doc. I'm with Aranon. You're with Aranon. Okay. So you're just posting there, doc. Um, you happen to it, posting up there and peeking in that X nine, you, you hear the hammering and, um, stuff, familiar things of a forge, a dwarven forge below there's, uh, just a gentle smoke rising up that as you peek down, you can kind of see down into that lower level. Um, we weren't thinking, Doc. You should have changed into Duragar stuff so you could have posted and actually just stood out in the middle of the hallway. Um, Aaron, I you look have. around. There, There is a plain, this dark room. There's a plain stone bed with a stone chest at the end of it. I am going to, is there, there's no other closets or there's nothing anywhere? Uh, no, there are no other closets anywhere with this right. one. I'm going to thoroughly inspect the chest before opening it. Okay. Um, when you place your hand on the top of the chest, kind of look around and get it, 
the first thing you notice is it's tacky when you pull your hand back. And when you realize it's tacky, you pull your hand back, you kind of pull your hand back and look at your hand, and the chest opens up, and a tongue lashes out at you from behind a full set of <laughs> a bunch of teeth. Um, let me find the stats what for the What in the hell kind of rogue bullshit is this? Um, hey, at least you got your hand off of it in time. I guess. Yeah, th- this could have actually like stuck to you, but it's been laying there for a good long while, and there's a lot of dust in uh, soot in this environment. But I'm going to need you guys to roll initiative after this mimic swings at... Um, or not. Okay. Makes sense. I'm in the hallway. So is this so... like a nightmare dream for me? Like, am I still tripping on... <laughs> like I got no. This place is just set up to fuck with rogues, apparently. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the statue, the um, cloud of poison, mimic trying to chomp my hand. Uh, let's see, it's a plus five. So does nineteen hit your AC? Yeah. All right, so we got a. Of course it does. Uh, Everything hits my AC at this point, I guess. Four. Um. Um, four points of bludgeoning damage, um, and its tongue adheres to you. Ew. That's fun. Um, and you are considered grappled. Uh, you can make a strength saving throw on your turn to get out of it, <laughs> if you would like. I guess. Um, you don't. Don't don't waste your time. Just kill it. Um, okay, so don't waste your turn. <laughs> what, what what was your initiatives? Three. Jeez. Four, Fourteen. Fourteen. Eight. Eight. Uh, okay. Um. Leave it at that. Crixus, here we go. Alright, I'm going to swing at it with my hand axe. Alright, you step up to it and swing at it with your hand axe. 18 to hit? Yes, 18 hits it. 5 slashing damage. Okay. 5 slashing damage. Um... Alright, that works. Aaron, this tongue is like lashed out around your waist and is holding you. What would you like to do? Well, I feel like the... Oh, lot... you, oh, hang on, Crixus, do you have anything else you'd like to do? I mean, I was thinking of doing guidance. You uh, can do it. You can absolutely do uh, it. I'm sorry, I kind of skipped out over your bonus action. No, no problem. <laughs> um, I'll just do guidance on Aaron. Okay. And what does that do? Oh, it gives you that extra D4 that you can roll um, on an ability check or attack roll. Right? And it's just once? Or is just it every once. time? Okay, just once. Just once. All right. I feel like... Okay. Once before the spell ends, you can roll a D4 and add the number to one ability check of your choice. Um, you can roll the die before or after making 
the ability check roll. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to. All right, are you done then, Crixus? Yep. All, all right. right. Cool, cool. <sighs> well, I feel like the only logical thing for me to do is use my daggers. So I'm going to take the strong hand. Ooh, 16 16 hits oh. and I it's guess... a flipping chest it's not going to be very agile <laughs> and I get sneak attack because Crixus is involved yes you do yeah add that mother uh, 7 plus sneak attack is sounds like it's going to be a good one 16 total 16 total nice um, coming through with your offhand, I assume. Yep, coming with, coming with. I'm coming at you with the stranger. <laughs> you were just about to say coming with the stranger, and that would have been so much better. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Tw- twenty-one. Yes, twenty-one hits. Uh. For three. For three. Okay. Um, Doc, you hear commotion. Suddenly you hear combat down the down the way. It is your turn. All right. Uh, each of those squares is 10 feet, right? Correct. All right. 10, 20, 30, you the... 40, 50. <laughs> I almost can get to the door. Wait, are they in 10 or, or 11? I didn't. 10. I... You can double move. Okay, so I can, get, I can get to the I can get to the door. That's I think that's it. 10, 20, 30, because I only have 25 feet, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can get to the door. I'm at the, I'll dash. Which, which is open, and you see this chest with a tongue coming out of it wrapped around Aaron's waist, and he's stabbing it yeah. with knives. Um, <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll just dash to the door, and that's it. Dash to the door. Um, the uh, mimic is going to pull Aaron towards it and try and bite him. <laughs> Hey, John. Yes. So when you said I'm stabbing with my knives, you were actually intending on strong hand stranger, strong hand stranger, strong hand stranger. <laughs> Drink the dragon's blood. <laughs> yes. Yep. Getting <laughs> shot with arrows. Um. Does a... 23 hit you, Aaron, on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Uh, for five piercing damage plus eight acid damage. I am going to uncanny dodge. Good choice. Um, can you uncanny dodge when you are grappled? When an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to half the attacker's damage against you. That's all right. doesn't, that's all doesn't have any conditions about being grappled. Let me actually just look at grappled real quick. Yeah, as far as I can tell, it's just I can see them. I can yeah, I don't, definitely grappled see creatures. Speed becomes zero. It can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Uh, condition ends if a grappler is incapacitated. The condition also ends if the if, if an effect removes the grappled creature from the grappler or the grappling effect. Um, I mm. 
Because if it's, let's, uh, I mean, if it shoots, let's say it shoots at my head, I mean, I can. It's biting you. No. This is something on its teeth. So I would let you have the bite damage. Okay. But not the acid damage. So the fir the first damage. So that was because that makes so sense to me two. that you dodge out of the way. you can dodge out of the way of that and get less bit, but that acid still had acid. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So it was two and eight, I think. Then two and eight. Then right. yeah. total. Total of ten. Um, and that is him. Oh, he has advantage on attack rolls and anything he's got grappled. Okay, he didn't get a crit. So that is good. Uh, <laughs> We will uh, move back then to Crixus. Uh, so clarification, um, I will. I got bless and um, my bardic inspiration. Yes. Confused. My bardic inspiration is the only one that I can use as a bonus action. So that's what I must have done. Oh, okay. So bo Just bardic inspiration is ability checks and attack rolls. Yeah, but that's d. That's a d six. A d six. So okay. Not a d four. So, it's okay. Arianon didn't need it, I don't think. So yeah, I didn't use it. No, he, didn't need it that he would time. still have it. Yep. So, so anyway, um, I am going to um, go ahead and just attack again with my hand axe, stay within melee range there, okay. and uh, uh, see what happens. Only a 12 to hit. That just hits. Ooh. That's its AC. Alright, alright. That bodes well for us. Seven damage with that hand axe. Alright. And then that'll be it. Alright. Then we move on to Aaron. So do I still have the the Bardic? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think it lasts for a, a minute or more. So... Is that my action to try and ungrapple then? Uh, to get out of it, yeah. Okay. You can use an action to escape. Nah, I'm um, just going to attack it again. I was going to say, you dealt 19 damage last turn. I feel like that was a good round. And you should have Doc in the next round, or in this round. I don't know how many hit points a Mimic has, though. Nah, neither do I. Especially John's Mimics. I only I only screw with the hit points in the seven player campaign because <laughs> there's seven players. Twenty one. Twenty one absolutely hits. There's three of you. I'm not gonna mess with the hit points too much in this. So not like that time we all were inside of a mimic when it decided to reveal itself. Yeah, yeah, the mimic village. Yeah. <laughs> in the Feywild. That was fun. Twelve twelve damages total. Twelve damages. Very nice, very nice. Not looking so hot. Bonus action, the stranger. I'm going to give him the stranger. Yeah, you are. 14. 14 hits. Oh, three. Nice. Doc. All right, Doc will come the rest of the way into the room and... He'll swing, and he is—he's uh, aiming for a spot between Aranon and the mimic to maybe separate them. Uh, twelve to hit. Twelve just hits. That's a. Oh, I rolled. I rolled yeah. the wrong. I rolled the wrong damage die. I rolled a ten on the d10, but it's a d12. 
Can oh. reroll ones. Uh, so it is nine damage. Nine damage. Not better. Oh. I did my math wrong there. He really does second not look so hot. Second attack. Oh. oh, it's an 11 to hit. I wish I had inspiration because oh. I rolled 11 on the other die too. So uh, that will be a miss. But I think um, I think I'm going to go ahead and use my action surge since I just got my short rest. Okay. And try again. Okay, 17 to hit and yep. 7 damage. How does this thing die? I mean, you can yeah, sever that tongue like you were saying. And- Probably take yeah. a couple of teeth with it, maybe. Yeah, definitely doing that. You come, you doc comes flying in the room, sees you're tied up, and just walk. And he misses the second time. He hits the floor, and then he just he's so pissed off that he hit the floor that he comes back through and he hits the tongue like right at the base and takes several of the teeth in the front half of that like mimic kind of shatters out, and then the whole thing just kind of turns to ooze. Into the ground, and there's there's a pile of refuse basically laying on the ground now where this mimic was. I'm gonna look at Doc and say, "Well, that's gross." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna pass around the flask. I think we we earned that one. That was a yeah. interesting little battle. Yep. And I'm going to take a nice long drink. Actually, I'll take two drinks. I'm gonna pretend to. I'm gonna hold it out to Crixus and then just take one more drink and then pass it to him. Yeah, I'm gonna take a drink while I'm looking inside the mimic. I've never. Can you search a mimic for? You can. There's just like there is, like there isn't really anything left there. It's a shape changer, so it kind of. Got it. It's kind of like a pile of goo right now. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a cross between Jello and a crayon left in the sun. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is a good way to describe that. Awesome. A Jello and a crayon left in the sun. That is exactly what a mimic looks like when it's dead. <laughs> All right. Well, Crixus will start searching the room then. Um, leave it all to Aaron. <clears throat> looking around the room, there isn't anything else really in here that you can find. Um, investigation. You just start peeking around things. This room is very, very plain. You get the uh, feeling that this guy isn't here much. At all. Alright. I am going to... All right, I'm going to leave that room then and go to the other room and... X11? Yeah, I'm going to okay. search it for traps. Okay, investigation check. <laughs> so dejected. <laughs> I want to find another thing that I don't want to find. And... Blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to throw the title out here, Aranon's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> bogus Journey. <laughs> yeah, Aranon's Bogus Journey is probably better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. Oh man, uh, twenty-one for de- twenty-one for detect. Twenty. Yep, there are no traps on this door. Sure, now there's no traps. Twenty-six <laughs> on pick lock. 
Yep, he picked the lock very easily. I'm uh, gonna open up the door and I'm gonna kind of like peek in, like. Uh, this is another very dark room. Uh, there's four unlit, unlit braziers in it. Uh, a plain stone bed with a stone trunk at the end of it. Um, but mounted on the walls in here are um, heads of various creatures, like like trophy creatures from um, from the uh, Underdark. <clears throat> you would recognize... Well, they're, they aren't all from the Underdark. You would recognize uh, the Craig Cat head. Um, there's a wolf head in there. Um, the the thing, as you're kind of going around looking at them, the thing that becomes very disturbing very quickly is that there is a mounted humanoid head. It's the head of a dark elf that is mounted alongside all these other animals. And it's unsettling to you to see a humanoid head mounted on a trophy Huh. Pattern like thing like that, but the the dark, um, drow skin with the white hair just kind of hanging off of it, and the little pointed ears sticking out through the hair. I'm going to after a quick. I'm gonna search the room first before touching the trunk. <clears throat> I'm okay. I'm gonna follow him in, and I'm probably just going to attack the. Does the trunk have a lock on it? Um. No, it doesn't. Okay. Okay. Never mind then. Do I investigate the room here now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you do you want? Do you want assistance <laughs> with investigation? Yes, please. Okay, I'll assist. Okay. Go ahead and roll you it. Can, you can roll again. He I can shall. use his um, bardic inspiration right here. Yep, if it's within yeah, he a can. minute, or is that is how it, long does that? Is last? it a minute or ten minutes? Um, I'll have to look. Within ten minutes. Yep, you could absolutely use it here. Yep, D six. Uh, yes. The oh, fucking one. <laughs> 17. 17? Uh, looking, inspecting the room, you do not find anything other than this chest, at this trunk at the end of his bed. Alright, I'm going to... Do you want me to open it this time? I'm going to take out my short sword and poke okay. it from a distance. I'm it's a stone chest. It sounds kind of hollow inside. I'm going to poke it again. Dunk. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to put my short sword Look, away. Looking at the tip of your short sword, you realize you may be dulling it a bit because this is a stone chest. <laughs> so I'm going to put my short sword away, and you said there's no lock? There's no lock on this. All right, I'm going to look for any traps, though, because... Okay, investigation. There are absolutely no traps in this chest. <laughs> For those listening, I rolled a natty one. <laughs> Absolute. I'm a failure as a rogue. I need to go sit in the corner for a while. 
You, you know what would be good is if you took le a level of monk, maybe. That would maybe be good. You <laughs> full-on believe there are absolutely no traps on this chest. I am going to confidently open up the trunk. You undo the latch of it and you flip it open. And out comes a punching mitt and hits me right in the face. And you see a ceramic jug of wine, a drinking horn, and a rolled up piece of weather. Oh, I've seen this before. <laughs> I am going to thoroughly investigate the trunk. And can I do it with advantage because I am familiar with the scroll at the bottom? Sure. You know their tricks. I rolled a two and a three. <laughs> I rolled two sevens, so I got an 11. You got an 11. You do not believe there are any traps here whatsoever. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, I'm going to pull out the bottle of booze. Okay. And set that off to the side. I'm going to pull okay. out the... What was it? The horn? A drinking horn. Yep. I'm going to pull that out and set that next to the to the bottle. Yep. Can Doc pick those two items up? Sure. Okay. And I am going to take a giant sigh and pull out the pull out the the thing. Pull out the Take a deep breath and you, you kind of sigh and you Grab the uh, rolled-up piece of leather, and there's a small click as the piece tying the leather in its circle hits the edge of the um, box as you pull it out. <sighs> you <laughs> son of a... <laughs> <laughs> there are no traps in this chest. <laughs> well done. Well played. <laughs> I salute you, sir. Um, I'm going to hand that scroll to Crixus as well. Okay. I'm going to open it up and take a look at it. What was, um, what was the first scroll again? I don't even remember now. The numbers. numbers. The, numbers. the numbers. The numbers and doorways. You uh, undo the little leather piece that's tying this together and um, unroll it and there's a it's a it's a drawing, a charcoal drawing of a stern-looking dwarvish woman, a duragar of some kind. So, he drew a picture of his beloved. Huh? Um, if I look carefully at it, can I see any hidden messages or anything on it? No. Yeah. Look at it. Look at it. it just looks like a picture of someone. Trash. Trash. All right. Ah, <laughs> oh, all it is is a picture of some broad. Yeah, hold on to it. It might be useful later. Maybe it's a map. <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh. Does X mark the spot? <laughs> he hasn't found it yet. So what would you like to do now? Uh, well, 
I'm going to shrug and say, well, I guess it's time to head to the elevator. Which one are you heading <laughs> to? X12 or X6? I think you said X6 was on this level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so going to say, probably. yeah. That's the one we want. Okay. You want to peek in X8 as we go past? Or Doc, Doc would want to peek in X8 as we go past. <clears throat> okay. Um, so you peek in X8, and then X8 is... Um, a long um, table, stone table. Um, and at the end, very end, is a uh, hexagonal table on its own, separated uh, with six stone chairs. Um, sitting on one of these chairs is a Duragar. A haggard, old-looking Duragar with long black hair streaked with ribbons of white. Fingernails like shards of iron. Um, she's currently eating. Um, and just, just fully tucked into uh, a big buffet of meats and mushrooms and some other strange things you assume came from the Underdark. Um, sitting next to her, um, is this little mechanical chicken, bird, bat thing on the table. Uh, it seems to be moving of its own accord. Um, there's a stove on the west side of this room that, um, there are three more Duragar. Um, at the sight of you, Doc... They all drop their utensils that they're doing and reach for their swords. But the um, you recognize the older Duragar tells them to stand down. But she says this in Dorvish, so unless you speak Dorvish, you do not understand. And she waves you in. Uh, okay, well, I understand Dorvish, so yep. that's good. Um, I'll be like, uh, guys, there's, uh, there's some people in here and I will cautiously go in. All right. He says that I'm going to pull up my daggers. Okay. Are you overtly pulling them out or are you kind of, kind of tucking them up along your arm to kind of hide the fact that you have them out? Well, I'm not in the room, so I am going to pull them out and kind of hang back by the door. Because okay. I'm not hearing any commotion yet, so okay. I'm just going to... I'm ready. Crixus? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to pull out any weaponry, but I will walk right next to Doc. Okay. Um, as you start approaching uh, Doc, she says... She says she looks and she sees Crixus and she says, "Oh, oh, bring bring your friend, bring your friend. Come come in, come join me for dinner. You can be my guests." As we haven't eaten in a while. As you approach the table, you realize that this little bat chicken thing is a small mechanical dragon. 
moving of its own accord on um, on the table. And the three Durgar go back to start start cooking. Um, um, do you go sit at the table with her? Yeah, if Crixus is there, I think I I think I do. Okay. Um, do you guys tell Aaron on what you're doing, or I, I assume he's I assume he's sneaky enough that he will see or know what's going on. Aaron, do you peek in? Do you do you know what's going on? Do you, are you what are you doing? I am. But so what I would do is I would just kind of peek an eye around the corner, and then stay in the doorway because I don't want to be ambushed. Um, she sees you. She she looks at him and sees you. And she says, "Oh, bring your other friend. Bring your other friend. You, you don't worry if you if you are." If anyone asks, your guests of mine. My, my name is Grandolfa Musdart. Come in, come, come, join dinner with me. You by the door there. Come join me for dinner. I don't speak Dwarvish. I don't know what the hell she's saying. But she's <laughs> saying this in common. Oh, <laughs> she switched to common when she saw um, Crixus. Oh. Um... I am going to go in, close the door, and I'm going to put the immovable rod in front of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot you had that. So you put, you put the, you close the door, and you put the immovable rod there, you click it, and it holds the doors closed. Um, you proceed down to the table then? Yes, at that point. Well, I'm going to kind of go the long way around. So instead of just following that close wall by the door, I'm going to go to the other one and kind of walk around, kind of looking as I go for anything that is out of the ordinary. Okay. Um. Do you sit down at the table when you approach? You do also see this um, mechanical dragon sitting there. No, I'm going to stand. I'm not going to You're going to stand? I'm going to stand. Okay. Um, she looks at you and stands. Please have, have a seat all. Um, and says, bring them food as well. Um, I'm going to say, no, duck. no, thank you. I'm... I am fine. I am. I am well. I am. Uh, I. I'm more comfortable standing. Would you at least like something to drink? And she reaches for a pitcher, and goblets are brought in by her, and she starts pouring this dark, brew-looking liquid. I will accept into it. Several cups. I will accept it, but I'm not going to drink it yet. Okay. She gives a cup to each of you. Um, Crixus and Doc, do you guys actually sit at the table? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Will, yeah. Uh, shortly after you sit, a um, um, there is an basically an think of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom when they sit down with the monkey brains, 
things, except it's an illicit head that is set in front of each of you with a head car- cut off at the top, and there's a soup in the skull being <clears throat> served in the skull of this illicit head. I have chosen wisely. <laughs> Doc is uncomfortable with the skull, but um, appreciates the hospitality, I guess. I feel um, like a constitution save is in order here. But... I was going to say, either constitution save or wisdom save. I'll be... uh, 10 for a con save. 10 for a con save. Um, you actually throw up in your mouth a little bit. When it's placed before you, uh, the thought of A, it being an illithid, and B, it just being possibly his his brains is a little unsettling. And then you go through all the thoughts in your head and the stories you've heard as a child. You mm-hmm. vomit in your mouth a little and swallow it back. Um, and then I taste the soup and it's like, oh, this is delicious. <laughs> you, you, When you try the soup, the soup is actually genuinely good the brew itself is a little funky it's made with mushrooms it's it's an ale made with mushrooms so it's kind of earthy and kind of nasty um crixus wisdom save for eight eight Uh, yeah you're you'll try the drink you're not so sure about eating out of the head of an And she tucks him fully into hers. She said, so, uh, are you friends of Zardok? And we can leave it on that question right there. We'll have this conversation next week. Nice. Yes, I did choose wisely. No monkey brains for me. Illithid brain stew. (laughs) I don't care what you call it. It's the same brains in a different pot. Same brains, different bowl. The Underdark is a strange and terrible place. Mm-hmm. Seems like what is the drag? What is the mechanical dragon all about? Yeah, That's what is that about? That'll be be a fun thing to ask about and talk about. So, yes. All right. Yeah. Thanks everybody for joining. This has been Two Nerds One Quest. Uh, sorry for the weirdness at the beginning of the show. I'm gonna have to figure that out. I mean, I'm. I there's always a way around it. I'm glad I. Got at least the audio figured out for today. Hey, the rest of the show was worth the price of admission. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, Zoe's here, so we can start now. Yay! She brought bacon? She, yes. Oh, she brought lots of bacon. Yeah, you guys are going to need the bacon. If the yeah. brains are yeah, on so the menu. Is, is there brain, uh, bacon in this monkey brain stew? <laughs> Um, if Zoe brought some, sure, yeah. <laughs> I need it, though. Everything's better with bacon. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's probably Displacer only... Beast bacon, though. If it has bacon, <laughs> it, it not only would Crixus eat it, but Ryan would try it, too. <laughs> it's, yes, it's true. Uh, so on that note, thanks for following, everybody. Thanks for popping in. Um, we are Two Nerds, One Quest. You can follow us everywhere that things are where you can follow. Except for Facebook, because fuck Facebook. Um, <laughs> two Nerds, One Quest on Twitter. Uh, Patreon.com slash Two Nerds, One Quest if you want to support us financially. If you want to support us all other ways, you can just share this. Uh, we have a podcast that drops every Monday morning. Share the podcast with everybody else. Um, let people know about it. Give us a rating. We need ratings. 
I haven't looked. I'm assuming there are none. So since there are none, give us ratings. Wherever you get your podcast from, we would love to see what you have to say about the show. Um, yeah, we everything anything we can do to make the show better, we will try. And uh, now it seems like we're back to step one, trying to figure out audio. <laughs> I feel like that was a, <laughs> I feel like that was a session one issue. Yeah. Um, however, we will be back again next Sunday, eight thirty a.m. Central Time. Uh, not sure what that equates to anybody outside of the United States figure it out that's what the internet's for um it's so. 9 30 eastern u.s time and uh 6 30 western u.s time theoretically in theory pacific. Pacific. pacific pacific time pacific time not western pacific time i call it western time too because i can never remember <laughs> there's a mountain time in the middle there but i'm not sure where that is it's the mountain in the middle somewhere it's in the mountains it's in the mountains UK I have enough is, time. UK is I have enough of a problem going up into the <laughs> enough problems going up into the UP and losing an hour. Yeah. And then remembering to gain it back when I come back. So it's like what, four o'clock there, Zoe? <laughs> They're on bacon standard time. Bacon standard time. Yes. <laughs> the whole world should revolve around bacon standard time. On that note, for me, for JC, <laughs> for genius. And for Mr. Crixus, Crazy Gooch, we are Two Nerds, One Quest. I am Norm. We will catch you next time. Eat your bacon brain stew. <laughs> yum, 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 yum.